The very good news for farmers that we alluded to earlier, and therefore the whole country is Fonterra, reminds us once again of their importance to the overall economy. We had an 85% lift in profit. That's the business side of their equation. We've also got for the farm gate uh, that milk price lift of 25 cents to a midpoint of 750. That's for the um, the current season, so it's still a, a projection. Adjunct professor at Lincoln University, Dr. Jacqueline Roweth, is um, back with us. Very good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Are we back, or we're a bit we're- volatile and we don't know? We're still volatile, but we're better than we were, and this has lifted the mood of the rural people and the rural economy, so we're feeling positive and keeping fingers crossed mentally for the rest of the season. So when looking at the auctions as I do, uh, we had the big fall, series of falls, then it seemed to come Mm. back up, and then it stabilised. What's driving Mm -hmm. all of that? Our volatility within the Asian market in particular, China is not completely back. They took only a third of the product last time and the last auction had less volume than sometimes. But nevertheless, this is a good augury and we're just hoping that it keeps on this trajectory because, you know, it's pretty depressing to milk for a season and lose money for a year while you work very hard. Ain't that the truth? Rabobank says we're transitioning to the next stage of the cycle and 2024 is going to be good. Would that be your feel? I certainly hope so. And this is the dismal science, economics, where they make projections they might or might not come true and it's not quite like medicine where if you get it wrong, there's a problem. So they're, they're doing their best. Everybody is doing their best to indicate to farmers what the future is going to be like, but nobody's got a crystal ball. No. there are higher, From the business point of view, there are higher margins. Uh, is, is that part of the inflationary story, do you know, uh, in terms of are Fonterra simply passing on prices because they can, or is it genuinely demand-driven and the world is saying, give us your stuff and this is a better business and a more profitable business and therefore good for us all? Well, some parts of the world are, but China is not that completely. Right. So to take on, yeah, so we, we want China to come back. They're still suffering all sorts of issues, including health ones, and of course, we're also fighting tariffs all over the place as well to get our fantastic grass-fed product with high omega-3s, all the animal welfare and the human welfare good stuff that we've talked about in the past into markets that can appreciate it. And, of course, we want the appreciation to be shown in the in the form of dollars. We do indeed. 750 though, is still an issue for some farmers, isn't it? Yeah, it's above the calculated milk break-even price uh, for most farmers, and a lot depends upon the debt loading. But this increase in price will give the banks a bit more confidence that we will be able to farm out of it, out of any debt that they've got. But all farmers always watch their budget. They calculate all the time, like a milk price changes, a feed price changes, so it doesn't rain or it rains too much. And they're calculating the feed they've got ahead of them, the welfare state of their animals, which is paramount, and, of course, trying to look after their staff and their families as yeah. well. So this list is very good news for Christmas, and Fonterra has been talked about. Do you remember Sir Henry van der Hayden used yes. to say, I'm, I'm Father Christmas, I'm bringing in the good news <laughs> just in time. I like it. Jacqueline, always appreciate your company. Jacqueline Harrow-Roweth, who is the adjunct professor at Lincoln University. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.